0: Uh, Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Smile Death Podcast. And this is more of a, this is the talking gaming segment where I just talk about gaming and my passion for, I mean, my my love for gaming and et cetera, et cetera. Um, In case I forget this, in the thumbnail, I'm going to leave a tweet from Neil Druckmann to the quartering, you know, you know, our friend, the quartering to the quartering, and it's like the most class act thing I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Neil Druckmann. This man has been going through so, has been receiving so much hate over the past month or so. Two months, somewhat. Almost two months. And I would be lying to you if I told you that he deserved it because he does not deserve any of this shit, and it's just bullshit. It's just like God, you know. <clears throat> I'm sitting here drinking my sparkling ice plus caffeine blue raspberry drink. No sugar, so whatever. Anyway, it's whatever the fuck was. I? And I'm like, this man has been going through so much. We we have this coronavirus what's going on. Yep, you have, like, all the salty-ass messages he's been getting on on Twitter and YouTube. I mean, uh, Twitter. Twitter, and, well, actually, YouTube, too, if you think about it. And fucking just social media in general. And I'm like, I have gained more respect for Neil Druckmann. See, the reason why is because Neil Druckmann has, he's a class act, all right? This right here is just a class act form of just like wow, you know, fucking wow. You are literally react. You are engaging with these like reactionaries, these fucking like these clout chasing gamer gators. You're, you're you're reacting with them. You're actually kind of like acknowledging them, and it's just like wow. You're not acknowledging acknowledging them in like a salty way. No, you're actually being very respectful. Because the quartering lost his pup, his pu- uh, I think his dog, and it's just like, it's sad, you know, like, losing an, an-, losing an animal, like, I-, I had a friend of mine, she said, like, losing a pet is like losing a family member, and I'm like, I couldn't imagine that pain, but I can, well, I mean, I can't imagine that pain. Get what I mean? But with, like, Neil Druckmann, it's just like, I've gained so much respect for this man. I've gained, like, mounts and mounts of respect. Because anybody else probably would have just been, like, would have just, like, either ignored it or just kind of, like, thrown a shot at it. But that's, like, mostly, that's very rare you ever see that. Most people just ignored. it. He actually went out of his way to be the better man and go, like, oh, no, oh, I'm, like, oh, you know, um, oh, oh, like, oh, man, I feel so bad for you. I can't imagine losing a pet. And I'm like, wow. One, he kind of knows who the quartering is. And two, is just like, wow. And it really shows you how much of a class act this guy is. I, I've gained so much respect for him. I, I can't even put into words how much respect I've gained for this man. It's fucking unreal, man. Fucking unreal. in a world filled with clout chasers and gamer gators it's nice to see somebody who actually can be a human being for once it's fucking amazing reminds me of things before the internet became just a fucking big problem but yeah that was me I'm like this guy went out of his way to basically interact with his enemy basically shake hands with his enemy and I'm like what whoa, like, that is fucking amazing, because I was actually very shocked, because I saw somebody who tweeted, who retweeted it, and, see, I don't have Twitter or anything, but like, I do, like, I do, like, keep an eye on it, so to speak, and somebody retweeted it, and I was like, what the fuck, and I saw it it was at the quartering, I was like, holy shit, holy shit. Whether the game is good or bad, I don't really care. I will I will officially have respect for Neil Druckmann. Neil, Neil Druckmann has gained so much respect for me, um, et cetera. Because et cetera. any... Like, I've said this before. Directors and fucking actors need to avoid interacting with these fucking clout chasers, these reactionaries. They need to watch the fuck out. All right? These people are out for blood. They're not out for fucking recompense they are out for blood and it 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 just shows you that fucking people have like there are there are good people out there man you know people out there are people out there who just want to fucking make like who actually just want to be nice to other others and there are people out there who just want to ruin somebody's day which I just don't get with the internet anymore. It's just like, why the fuck do you want to ruin, like, ruin somebody's day? Anyway, that's that's the opening of this. Like, what a way, what a way to, honestly, what a way to open, like, the first episode of Talking Gaming. And, and it's just, wow, you know? Like, I have gained so much respect for the court. Quor- I mean, uh, Neil Druckmann, not, not the quarter. I've actually lost a bit of respect for the quartering, And... Yeah. Um I've actually gained a lot more respect for Neil Druckmann than Nick. I mean I've, I've I've always I've obviously had respect for this man obviously. But like when he interacted with like probably the biggest fucking grifter on YouTube or just on the internet right now, I completely I've I've gained so much respect for him. And I've actually lost a bit for the quarter. I've actually lost a shit ton for the quarter. You know? Now, I'm not saying, like, as soon as, like... I mean, I'm not saying I expected him to immediately just say, oh, Neil Druckmann's great. No, no, I'm like, I at least would like him to, like, say, well, you know, the quarter... I mean, like, oh, Neil Druckmann went out of his way, and I actually respect... No, instead, the quartering went back to his... straight to his grifting, grifting bullshit, and... I've actually lost a bit of respect for the guy. I've actually never. I mean, I really have really kind of had no respect for him, but that would be lying to you if I told you I didn't have a bit of respect for him. I've actually kind of lost. I've actually kind of lost a little for him, him. you know, for a guy who claims so much to want to help people, he goes and, and does the exact same shit everybody else is doing and just shows you that, man, man. Moving on, man, um, the PS5 reveal, um, I didn't really watch it completely, I just watched the parts I wanted to see, but the games, however, holy fuck, you got Spider-Man, Miles Morales coming out, um, you got fucking Ratchet and Clank, never really played a Ratchet and Clank game before, but, whatever, um, You have Horizon Zero, uh, the, the the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn. You have all this shit, man, and it's like wow, you know. Um, it's just amazing, you know, and it shows you that the real gamers appreciate actual gaming. You don't see these fucking reactionaries who claim to be gamers talking about this shit. They're not. Some of them will because they look for clout, but no, fuck that. Like some people are just, they're faux gamers, right? See, on this, I, I will talk about what actually affects gaming microtransactions, corporate greed, right? Crunch culture, right? Developers telling their own audience to shut the fuck up at criticism. That actually affects gaming more than fucking the so-called social justice warriors. It's just like, I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. But I'm not going to talk about that, really. It's just like, I, I kind of just want to take a break from all that and just kind of want to talk some gaming. Um, Probably the biggest controversial thing is probably the re-re re-release of GTA 5 on the PS4. I mean PS5. I've never seen some <clears throat> sorry. I've never seen so many people pissed off. I'm like, wow. That is fucking hilarious. I mean, that's fucking crazy. That just shows you that um the power of the internet. Um my opinion on it, um, I think Rockstar kind of knows that some people kind of won't have much game, mo- mo- most games or like that many games to play on the PS5 when it first comes out. Because I think like there's only been like like a handful of games. I don't think some people just. I think some people just. Like I think they just realize some people just won't have all the games in the world to play. So they're like, okay, let's just re-release, let's just re-give them GTA Five and. We'll go from there. Personally, I would have been okay if they would have just re-released Red Dead Dead Redemption 2. Right? I felt like that would have been a little bit more of a better option because people wouldn't have been so... People wouldn't be so salty about it. Personally, it is what it is. You know, like, I really can't argue with this type... Like, with that type of logic. Um, I would have liked GTA 6, but... It's whatever man It's whatever I don't waste my time with uh, internet culture I really don't Um, People (laughs) Anyone who knows me so far If you've watched all my episodes You know I don't really care Give two fucks about Angry Twitter culture I really don't Angry Twitter culture to me Has absolutely No effect on my opinion Right But I don't know. I think I think it's a smart move. I think it's all right. I personally would like them to re-release Red Dead Redemption 2 and add some different like layers to it. But who knows, man? Who knows? It might release like a year later or something. They have to probably tweak some things. But yeah. Now the only thing I'm hoping for with this whole like is like hopefully G T A Log has some better like some more stable servers. Holy shit. Yep, I am a, I am a GTA Online player. Um I'm not toxic. I don't I don't at least at least I don't think I am. Um I do my best to remain neutral when it comes to GTA Online. Um There are some people who treat it like it's their livelihood. Like you actually will be surprised somehow some people actually act like GTA Online is like their fucking like livelihood. I've had some hilarious moments with my friends, I've had some very frustrating moments with my friends, but to me, I don't take gaming that serious. I play games to have fun, right? If it's like a long day at work, you know, I'm part-time, so I really don't give a shit. Um, If it's like a long-ass day at work and shit, then yes, I will come home to unwind and play some video games. I don't fucking play video games to be frustrated. Right. Yes, I am a Dark Souls player. But with Dark Souls, it was like, yes, I got frustrated, but I also was a little bit calm at the same time. You know? Like I don't really get mad at games like that. Like, you like usually you go on YouTube and you see like these fucking like rage compilations or some shit. It is literally, like... I don't want to say pathetic, but it's just like... Yeah, I can't see myself doing that. I mean, I rage. Like, I rage like a motherfucker. But, like, a lot of it's just due to just, like, either me... Or just the fucking fact that my fucking... Either my internet is shit. Or whatever. Or my controller half the fucking time. Yeah, man, like, I'm not really... Somebody who rages at a game when somebody killed, when somebody has beaten me fair and square, you know, like I can't really get into the idea of first-person shooters, you know. I, I mean, I hate battle. I like this is gonna be a very controversial topic. I hate battle royales. I really can't. I really just don't like the content of battle royales. I feel like battle royales are just very, very like boring, right? At first you start off without a gun or like, well you do something, depending on the battle royale, you just start off with a gun. Then you got to go around searching, looking for ammo and shit. It's just like, ugh. It's so annoying because like, I'm like, I hate the fact, I kind of hate the fact that it became a trend, like the whole Fortnite shit. Now, every game has to have a battle royale for some fucking reason. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, Yeah, that's just my opinion. I don't really like battle royales. I feel like battle royales are just, they're going to be a thing for a while. Then, like, after a while, like, they're going to die out. Then we're going to move on to something else. Because things like, I mean, Team Deathmatch was a fucking thing. Fucking searching, like, searching shit. Like, that that was a thing. I mean, I like the intensity behind a Battle Royale. I just don't like the fact that, like, this has become a trend that we all just need to fucking... Sorry. I just don't like the fact that this has become a trend that we all need to fucking... Sorry about that, my earphones fell out. I just don't like the fact that Battle Royale has become a trend that we all just need to copy now. Like, why can't we just all do our own thing? Now, to be fair, some companies do try to add tweaks to the Battle Royale system. Like, they do it so it's not completely and just orderly boring. But, I don't know, man. I I don't think Fortnite is dying out. Personally, I think it's just, like, not as popular as it once was. Warzone is only enjoyable in that sense of, like, like, that sense of, like, searching buildings and finding guns. That's literally, like, the only thing I really like. The hit detection is very wonky in that game, I think. Um, even when you have, like, full-blown armor, like, you literally get killed. You can literally get killed in, like, fucking, like, The same amount of time it would take, like, for you to get killed, like, a team deathmatch or, like, fucking Search and destroy or some shit. So, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess, like, if I was, like, from a, like, if I played a lot of it, I would probably enjoy it. I mean, I, I can tolerate Warzone. I think it's, like, pretty fun with friends, but it's not really that fun playing by yourself. Nah. It's kind of like GTA Online. It's fun playing with friends, not that fun playing by yourself. Like, also, here's another thing. I miss good old couch co-op. I was playing a video game like, a few years ago, and it's called Army of Two, the 40th day, one of the best co-op shooters you'll ever come across, ever, right, me and my cousin, we used to play that shit almost every fucking time he came over, it was fucking amazing, then, like, around that point, that was when I started to realize that couch co-op was kind of dying, right, see, I always got these, like, newer consoles, like, fucking late as hell, I got a PS4 in 2017. Right. I had an Xbox 360 for the longest fucking time, for like almost 6 years. Technically I still do. But I remember just absolutely fucking lootly playing the hell out of that game and it like cuz like Xbox 360 had like a shit ton of couch co-op games, right? Then you get to fucking, then you get to like PS4, there's only a handful of couch co-op. I'm like, what the fuck happened to couch co-op? Nothing beats playing a game with a person who's right next to you. Nothing. Nothing beats that. I mean, I understand, like... Online became a lot more popular, but you can play split-screen online. Yes, the frame rate will drop like a motherfucker, but you can play split-screen online, you know? I don't know, man. I feel like Couch Co-op should just come back. Um, Couch Co-op, to me, is literally like the most precious thing ever. seriously everything nowadays is just so online orientated it's just like damn man can we just like go back to like when it was just like we would play with the person who was like who we could find and play 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 next to us. A while ago, somebody asked me, what do I think about the console war? I think think the console war is just completely and utterly stupid. Look, if you enjoy one thing or the other, okay, fine. Go ahead. Right? You have every right to enjoy that. Every right. I got a PS4 because literally all my friends had a PS4. That's literally the only reason I got a PS4. Like, I really wasn't planning on moving next-gen so quickly. I got I got a PS4 in 2017, my dude. So I'm very late to this party. Like, I mean, I'm very late to this party. I got a, I got a PS4 in 2017 and literally did not start playing online until like, maybe like the middle of 2017. Cause we didn't have internet. Like we didn't really have internet. We kind of just like, were stumbling around, you know, and it was crazy. You know? crazy. And I don't know, man. I don't know. Now, the only thing I don't like about Xbox is I feel bad for anybody who had a, who has an Xbox One because Xbox does not have that many games. They cuz like I think somebody said like they relied way too much on that whole backwards compatibility, somebody which fucking PS4 had. God. Could imagine playing Max Payne 3 on fucking PS4. Right? But, like, I don't know, man. Like, it, it, it's, it, it's crazy that the fact that some of the people in with uh, Xbox, oh, I don't know. No, yeah, Xbox One, got, kind of got fucked up, you know? <laughs> Fuck, keep burping. Some of them kind of did get fucked over, you know? One was kind of the name I was like, uh. It's kind of like, I don't know. but I do feel bad for anybody who got an Xbox One because in their mind, it was just like. Yeah, you yeah. know, I had an Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty for um, for like six years, and I enjoyed like the fact that like I was able to play a lot of next gen games. Then I, when I realized certain games were console oriented, I remember I was just very upset. I was like, "Why? Like, why is that even a thing?" Like, that's kind of the reason why the console war is even a fucking thing, you know? See, the PC, I mean, the PC masquerades will always be toxic, don't get me wrong. The PC gamers will always be fucking toxic. It's literally in their lifeblood to not, like, to fucking complain about things that literally don't even equate to gaming out the fucking them. See, so that's my take on the console war. To me, it's just fucking stupid. I really don't get why. My, look, you can actually have both and enjoy both. You know, you can play your PS4 sometimes. You can play your Xbox One sometimes. Literally, the only thing that's actually interesting to me with the Xbox is Halo. Halo Reach is one of my favorite games of all time. That is that is what my definition of a great game is. Right. That is my definition of a great game. You don't have that many great games nowadays. Games nowadays like to play a little bit too safe for me. I'm like I love games that take risks. I love games that just that just like Yeah, they just take risks. They go balls to the wall. They go like, "You know what? Fuck, I don't give a fuck." You know? And that kind of leads into the next thing what to me defines a great game um to me a great game is a game that sticks with you forever like you always refer back to it you always talk about it you always just do all that it has great it has great gameplay great story um graphics whatever you know like it's just like has is a great gameplay, great story, great whatever. I'm not saying we, we need some ass looking game, I'm just saying, like, the game, the, the graphics can be all right. I don't really care, but ga- gameplay to me is a huge thing, and story, whatever. All right, story to me doesn't matter in terms of literally just like overall enjoyment. Because to me, I said before, a game can look like absolute shit. I don't really fucking care. But if the gameplay sticks with you forever, it's a win-win. Um. Halo Reach great is a great game to me. That is my definition of a great game. Um, Assassin's Creed 2, that is my definition of a great game. Um, fuck, what else? Fuck, I know I talked about it know I talked about it yesterday. Fuck, come on. Uh, Max Payne. Max Payne, well, the trilogy. Or just mostly Max Payne 3 for me. That is my definition of a great game. Right? Or, fuck, I know I had it yesterday. Whatever, I will probably remembered. Um... But anyways, those are my definition of great games. Those to me are great games, right? Games that have stick stuck. Oh, Red Dead Redemption. Um, those games have stuck with me for time and time again. I always refer back to them. I always quote them. Actually, those to me are great games. Today's games nowadays, I feel, take it a bit too safe. You know. The story is way too predictable. The story is just way too mundane and kind of boring at times. I'm like, why can't we just like, why can't we have original, creative games? And, and like, and like, I love hearing that from like all these fucking idiots on Twitter. They go like, why can't we have original games? Why, why does games have to be so play safe? I'm like because they try to do something creative, you'll bitch about it. I said that. I'm like, if they try doing something creative with a game. You will have every fucking clown with a Twitter account bitch and complain about shit they can't fucking control. You know, I'm just like, that's why I feel that's why creative freedom is just like fucking looked down upon. That's why game game companies can't be creative anymore. Because you have to worry about idiots like you complaining and bitching and like threatening boycotts, even though boycotts don't boycotts don't fucking work. Another thing I want to talk about before I get out of here um is representation in games. Like gay people, lesbians, uh bisexuals, trans. And I personally feel like so far, doing a pretty good job. You know? I feel like so far they've been actually doing a pretty good job. Um I remember fucking people were up in arms with Assassin's Creed Syndicate. There was some there was like a guy you meet and he was transgender. I think um I looked I tried looking him up to see if he was a real person. No, he was. not And people were people were up in arms about it like, "Ah, oh, this guy isn't even real." They're trying to turn uh they're trying to turn Assassin's Creed to SJW. I'm like, dude, literally Ub- Ubisoft is all about representation. Ubisoft likes representing all people. They don't just like to cater to one crowd of angry angry gamer gamer bros. They don't do that, you know? I tell people this all the time. I'm like, representation is fine. Pandering is a problem. Because pandering, nobody wins on pandering. Nobody likes pandering. You know? Yes, yes, you can listen to the a number of two people that get offended by something over like a million others. Okay, yes, go listen to that. It's it's crazy, man. I, I I tell you, man, some people nowadays just need to get the fuck. They just need to get a grip with reality. They need to realize that fucking things change all the fucking time. The world changes. I change. You change. We all change. Also, I remember in Spider-Man PS4, you had people bitching about a pride flag. I'm like, okay. I'm like, what the fuck is going I'm like, what the fuck? God, I wish I could go back in time and tell people I'm being triggered over a flag. Like this is this is woke representation. I'm like, dude, it's literally just a pride flag. They're like, there are no pride flags in New York. Like, if you actually went to fucking New York, I've seen pictures of New York. I've seen all this shit. People walking in the streets of New York. There are pride flags, pretty much almost like pretty much like in significant places. Like I said before, representation, my dudes. There's nothing wrong with representing people. <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's always the gamer gators, right? And I think we're gonna talk about that next episode. You know, like I feel like these people need to be put in their fucking place. Um Yeah. You know, stop stop over obsessing over a neo Sarkeesian just get a grip with reality. So yeah. I'll see you guys next episode of Talking Gaming, and have a good night.